0: Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast, ain't another place that has got more
1: bombast. Rump
0: past your mom dad's listening to Tomcats, talking everything to make you sad, we don't want that. We're here to make you smile, put your mind at ease, peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about, get some weedin' now, we'll talk until we can't no more, and then we're peacein' out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast, it's the Penny Bloom. Body and welcome in to Winter is Blooming, a Game of Thrones rewatch podcast by us, the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and I am joined by Joseph George. What's up,
2: homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you, especially today as we are wrapping up Season 2 of our rewatch
1: mm-hmm. with
0: Season 2, Episode 10, Valar Morgulis. Written by D and D, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, directed by Alan Taylor, popular mm. name once again reemerging in our Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a like man. Season two is was fucking strong.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. They, I mean, it makes it makes sense. You know, Game of Thrones. They were finding their who they really were for the first couple episodes, and then they hit their stride. But now, off season two they knew who they were off off the bat and we got just peak thrones you know and it only gets better i think next season which you know it's it's i don't know yeah, the next the like, next it,
0: few it feels like it just it keeps going just, up and up and up keeps and up
2: climbing and that it doesn't make sense you know like we've given so many 10s so far you know it's like how could it get better but it just
0: it just does just does it just does, but, it just um, does. Yeah, and with uh, with this being the end of season two, at the end of the episode, whenever we've given all our favorites, I'm going to go back over what's been our favorites throughout the throughout the rewatch so far, and give like a uh, stats who's gotten the most favorite nods, and uh, character performance. Yeah. Uh, not so much seen in line, maybe line. I didn't take that down. I guess who has said the most big mm. lines. I didn't, I didn't take that down, but, uh, character and performance will for sure be going over like the numbers after two seasons. But, uh, what do you say we get into this finale here?
2: Oh man. Yeah. We hit every location. We hit everywhere. We We
0: go everywhere in this one and we start in King's Landing in his, uh, his new quarters, Uh, not as, not as lavish as the tower of the hand Tyrion Lannister is, uh, Waking up from a wound suffered during the Battle of the Black Water at the hands of Sir Mandon Moore. And he is informed by, uh, Grandmaster Picel, who is holding up no, uh, no illusions. Yeah, uh, no. That's, this is Picel acting like what he actually is instead yeah. of
2: greeted. He was there. He was waiting for him to wake up, too, and he was mm. like, ah, you're finally awake, oh, you <laughs> little
0: fucker. And he flicks him the coin, says, for your trouble, like he did to the, the prostitute whenever mm-hmm. he cut his beard off and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Outstanding.
0: Uh. But uh, Pycelle gets to inform him that he is no longer Hand of the King as his father, Tywin Lannister, has returned to the city and will take over his duties.
2: Mm. hmm yeah, yeah that's a little rough, you know. Right off the the war victory, and and he he led all those men into battle, and and did all had that great speech, everything, and then now, you, well, you've been demoted, uh, you you've been attempted, you know, assassinated, basically by your own family, um, and now you're just gonna lay down here, probably, and yeah, then we'll probably shit. kill you sometime again. I don't know.
0: Um, yeah, at some point we'll get back around to that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, after that visit, uh, he's paid a visit by Varys uh, uh, whenever whenever Tyrion instructs Podrick to go ahead and fetch Braun and get his a couple of his most loyal gold cloaks to come stand watch at his door. He doesn't want another assassination attempt. And Varys has the unfortunate responsibility of telling him that Braun has been relieved of his command of the gold cloaks. And when he tries to get his, hills, his hill tribesmen on it, they have been sent home and paid well by Tywin Lannister. Hmm. Tyrion has officially lost everything he had in the way of power.
2: Didn't lose one thing though. Not Didn't yet. Didn't lose one thing. You know what I, I love the, the line Varys says whenever he's walking out of the room. You know, he something along the lines of like with without you, you know, King's Landing was facing certain defeat. Some mm. of us know that. Um it won't be written in the history but, books, but yeah. we'll never forget. And it's like it's kind of more of like kicking him in. You're kind of kicking him more while he's down but but it's it's like respectful it's very respectful but at the same time it's just like yeah you're not going to be remembered by this but like i guess good job you know it's kind of what he's saying but um i don't know i think just Tyrion. like he was he was my dude this whole season and just seeing his rise and everything you know i at i guess if i'm watching this for the first time you know i'm thinking Tyrion. uh is going to just keep on climbing and climbing, you know, he's only done, had victories, um, from here on out, and, and then sadly, you know, you see him wake up after all of his good doings, and finally being a good guy, um, and, and he's just now at the bottom of the barrel, um, I don't know, I just, I feel bad for the guy, um, obviously, he's, he's, you know, maybe, uh, not too much of a spoiler, but probably my favorite character of the season Tyrion was, so you know seeing him like this in this state was really sad um but um i don't know we'll we'll see tyrion go on on a rise later, so this is this not this this isn't absolutely his his downfall you know it's not the true end by no. any means.
0: what's no. sad though too, is that uh you won't be remembered in history books or anything. I don't know if you recall the end of the show whenever we get to the uh the the literal book that's that was written a Song of Ice and Fire. Tyrion's not mentioned in it.
2: Oh. Uh, no. Wait, actually? Yeah,
0: yeah no, How? he's not in it. How? I don't know, man.
2: Wait, isn't he on the Wait, what happens it was America written? There? It
0: was written by, like, the grandmasters at the Citadel. It wasn't written by, like, Samwell or anything. So, like, if it was written by people who were directly involved, yeah, he would have been uh... mentioned. But it was written by people who observed the events and therein. Okay. Observed the events from afar and therein he was not mentioned.
1: Uh,
2: but he was, like, Daenerys' hand for a while. And, like, he did, like, I feel like he did. Has he done only things that people wouldn't know that he did? Specific- you know, like, has he no, never done one there's thing? A little bit of,
0: uh, there's a little bit of both going on here where it's like uh, he is one of the background players, but he's also a dwarf and nobody wants, like, nobody wants to remember him uh, type of shit. Nobody wants to take down the things he
2: did. Dang, man. Uh,
0: Not even in the big book. Well, and that's the They're thing, too, needed. is that, like, he was handed the queen to a queen who never sat on the throne. That's true. Yeah, you know?
2: fair. That's like, yeah, I, okay. That's fair. It'd be oh. like,
0: it, I, I'd be willing to bet Davos is not mentioned in history books, you know? No, and it's crazy man. to compare Tyrion to Davos, but as far as who they served under, they held similar titles. Uh Now, I think in the future, after what comes next with Tyrion being the hand of the king to Bran, it'll probably be a little, he'll probably be mentioned in the future here on end. But, That's uh, fair. Yeah. Regarding the War of the Five Kings and the Battle of Winterfell and stuff, now nah, he's not, uh, not taken note of.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. so sad. <laughs> At least so the men sad. will know. You know, the men that fought with him and, well, and heard we'll that know. speech, they'll be like, "Dang, Tyrion did give a good speech that day." You know mm. that that was badass. But let's go kill them. <laughs> uh, no, he'll 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 see his rise. He'll 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 get, get his back flowers there. eventually. Eventually, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: In my head. But uh anywho, Varys, like you said, thanks him for his part in defending the city. Uh and he asks Podrick to open the door where we see Shay. Mm-hmm. And she she comes on in and urges Tyrion to leave with her for Pentos. And he's like, Ah I know I should want that but man, I really, really don't. I gotta do something here. Something's mm-hmm. gotta get done. He's a and schemer. I'm the one
2: to do it. He's he's the what he said like he outplays or outthinks or out something. That's what he does and he loves it. and He's never loved it more than anything ever. Mm. Um, I love like both of their, their lines here. Like Shay, she, she tells him, you know, like what would we do if we went out, you know, um, to Pento? Since so she was just like eat, drink, fuck, and live. <laughs> and honestly, like if you, gotta, if you gotta have a life motto, if you don't have a life motto yet, like that one's pretty basic. But it works. Like, if you got those four things, I don't know. Right. Uh, fuck, maybe you can replace with love, you know, more. That, that's probably a better overall message. Um, but just know, man. take fuck for, you know, that's, that's what she means. That's what she eat, means. drink,
0: you know? fuck, and live. No, nah, there's, there's, yeah. there's nothing better. I almost picked yeah. that as my line. Uh, I, was it's all, I have
2: three, I have three contenders for my line. Uh, and that's, that is the first one, uh, to come up. So, uh,
0: yeah, eat, drink, fuck, and live. That's, I don't so know. It's, it's a, it is there's pretty There's A few things to live by. Uh, <laughs> no, but, but yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I uh, I really loved this scene, and like, it just sucks that every scene that happens with Shay and Tyrion that is supposed to be sweet and ends up being kind of like I, I just remember what happens, and I'm like, God damn, where where did it all go wrong, man? I know that uh, I I don't know, man. I'm just. Disappoints me because, like, whenever, whenever he's, she's like, "You're a shit listener," you know, like, "Uh, I, mm. you're, you're my lion, and I love you till the end of fucking time." Basically, is what she says, and he like breaks down crying, and they hug and stuff. Like, man, that shit is powerful. But I, like, I'm not tearing up or anything because I'm like, "Well, she fucks your oh, dad." yeah,
2: this yeah literally. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, I don't, that, I don't know. That's. There are a few things in this show that are just holy and you can hold true the whole time. Podrick, that was another thing I realized. Podrick's a constant the whole time. That dude's chill, he's cool, Mm -hmm. he lives, and he fucks. That dude eat, drinks, fucks, and lives. Uh, He checks all the boxes. So, Podrick, cool. Jon Snow. I'm trying to think of people who check those four boxes and just actually are good people throughout the entire show. Um...
0: Oh no, Aria, like, John,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob
0: doesn't live for much longer.
2: I guess not live, but as of right now,
0: he's eat, drinking, and fucking.
2: He's living for... Yeah, okay, yeah, but not many. There aren't many people. Not a lot you know, of them that, that you can you can hold true and and have those feelings for the whole time. But but we have a few. Um, yeah, you know, like
0: Davos. He lives. Yeah. He eats. He drinks. Wouldn't say the man fucks though. You know, there's there's the boxes. Pedro
2: know?
0: Pascal. That man ate, drank, fucked, and lived. There's no the doubt. The Viper. The Viper. I mean, he
2: he really could have had it was his hubris, you know, his his own. Well ego some
0: people got, some but... people, even if they died young, they lived, you know?
2: Yeah, he did. And, oh, and, he and Oberyn
0: Martel is one of those people.
2: And I, I feel like Dorne is probably the closest place in Westeros that I would actually want to live. Oh, it yeah. feels like the most Progressive most. Oh, yeah. 100%. Non, uh, king shit. You know, they don't give a. F- they really don't care about, like, no. all this shit. Not um, at all. Love they that. were the only one to turn down Aegon. The only kingdom to turn down Aegon. And then eventually, they married into the Seven Kingdoms. Like, they were the only kingdom to actually not come into the Seven Kingdoms through Aegon. They came in through themselves by marriage, which is like, that's kind of badass. No, um, Dor- Dorn's always been their own thing. Um, love the Dornish.
0: They're the shit. Yeah. Uh, hmm. but I can't wait till they show up, and that's not for a couple seasons still. We I still know. got all of season Man. three before we get there. Uh, but nevertheless, after that in King's Landing, we move over to King Joffrey, rewarding those who served him well in the battle as we are glee- greeted with a pile of shit coming out of a horse. Uh, which I think is like I I thought to myself why is that necessary and then I went we are about to see Joffrey that's why like that's why we watch that horse shit
2: you know like uh, I think Tyrion or Tyrion Tywin kind of is like I'm hand of the like I'm shitting on all of you like I think he's like I'm I think that's kind of like I'm the hand of the king now I'm running this shit right like I am like I don't know like I I don't know I feel he's just. He's above everyone there, you know, sort of thing. And every time Tywin has been introduced, he's been carving a stag, you know, or gutting a stag or dressing, whatever you call it. You know, mm-hmm. at the beginning, just absolutely just badass. And, you know, see him on a horse as he's called, you know, like, who else does that? Do you, is that a, you think that's a normal thing that happens whenever the Hand of the King gets named, that they're on a horse? Or do you think Tywin was just like, eh, I won this battle on a horse, let me just, let me take my horse up in, in the throne room too, you know? Like It's like, uh, yeah,
0: I don't know. It's like a symbol of regality that nobody can fuck with, you know? Like, he's like, I, it's almost to put, it literally puts him above everyone in the room. Uh, hmm. So ah, okay. maybe there is something there. I wonder
2: if it was his decision or if it is a normal every, like, I don't know. I guess how, how often is a, hand, you know, the hand of the king, I feel like that's a kind of a personal, it's not really a, an official thing that happens so often it just has to happen whenever it needs to happen sort of thing. right
0: right yeah um, like because we saw robert declare ned hand of the king in the fucking like...
2: owls of winterfell you know like it's not <laughs> true um so i think yeah i think it was tywin's personal it was just that's all him to bring well and I, I fucking
0: loved that it, he just wrote in joffrey was like he's the hand of the king now and he goes yep and then leaves thank uh, you Your grace Yep. See <laughs> he's like i think everyone in the room knows that i'm ruling now mm-hmm. y'all get it uh the
2: savior of the city you know like that's how he you know like i don't know yeah. he had to feel pretty nice in that moment that's for sure then he
0: calls he calls Littlefinger up awarded uh awarded him Heron hall for brokering the alliance between lannister and tyrell and he calls loris tyrell up because he's like our house owes you a great debt no no people no one more than me owes you a debt what do, anything you ask, I will grant you, and he asks that they join their houses. He marries Marjorie, and we call it a day here. And uh, he's like, Ah, that sounds good, but I did promise Sansa that I would marry her, and that's kind of the way it's gonna go. So sorry, and shit. And then Cersei's like, Oh, well, I think that we could probably make an exception. Uh, you know, th- that person. That bro- that was brokered whenever we didn't know Ned was a traitor. You know, she's the daughter of a traitor. And again, I want to point out, Joffrey doesn't listen until a man steps up and says something.
2: That's right. Like, and it, it was, it was, it, that would but like, I was trying to figure out what it was. And then I'm like, okay, every, t- you know, it's his mom talking to him. So he's just gonna, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. You will not listen to a woman. And then, but it was... I felt like... I don't know if it was Maester Paisel. I felt like it was more of, like, just the religion aspect. I don't know if he was looking for an out, you know? Because, like, right whenever Maester Paisel... Paisel? No. Yeah, Paisel. Yeah, Paisel. Um Said that, like, he was like, Oh, okay, the gods are good. Let me marry Marjorie yeah. now. And, and like, so it was, it was instantaneous that he made that decision. It wasn't over the love of Sansa or anything that he was actually holding it for. It was mm. either because he wanted to keep his word, because he felt that if you can't keep your word, then you're not a good king, or the religious aspect of that he made a holy promise. And, like, those right. are the two things that were, like, I think, that he, that was truly holding him back. But I don't know which one weighed more for him, or if they're both equal. Like, um... Because yeah, it I wasn't, like... It is interesting that it is Maester Pycelle who does say something, and then he's like, okay. But I wonder if, like, say... Littlefinger said something like um non-religious sort of. Th- I don't know, like the it'd, it'd be advantageous, you know. um I don't. I don't know. I, no, I, right. I, don't know. I guess no, what I'm looking for. I'm with but... you
0: because Pycelle does make the religious argument. He does go. I've consulted with the High Septon.
2: Yeah, because I don't really take Joffrey said... as like a super. I don't know, like religious. He's not. He,
0: like... He's far from honorable. You know. Uh So that's my thing. Is that I think that like. I think he was saving face and looking for anything yeah. that was enough, like, was good enough to convince the people he's fine.
2: Okay, um, I see. So he looks, so he's still looking for an out, you know, but oh, he's like, yeah. he's 100%. still, like, kind of like, all right, let me, let me just not immediately divulge. Because like we've
0: also already it. gotten, there was this thing in, like, it was early in season one where Joffrey is, like, he thinks Sansa's ugly. He, 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 is not into Sansa. Oh, he really? Th- like, yeah, he's like, she, she is not, so she is that. not. He, he looks at Marjorie and is like, oh, yeah, mama. Uh, and who can blame him? Uh, considering he, what she wears here.
2: What she said, she knows how to play the game well. Oh yeah, my God. She knows how They've to play it. taken
0: the game. root deep inside of me. Uh, and then it okay, shows Joffrey Marga. after
2: that, and then he goes, oh, oh yeah he's like yeah so i mean (laughs) Uh, she
0: can play the game and she's all like she's got the deepest v and all the seven kingdoms going on on her on her dress like uh she's she's rocking it uh and i was damn damn close to picking sophie turner for the performance in this episode Yes. It was close. I know Whenever she's like she's watching the whole thing and you can kind of see like the hope spark in Uh, her eyes, she's like, Oh, for the love of God, please, please end up marrying Marjorie. Oh my god, please, please. (laughs) And then she walks away all sad and then she like can't help but just erupt into like giggles and smiles and uh but
2: then has With to that, immediately come back whenever Littlefinger comes up to her. She has to yep. act sad again. So mm-hmm. she's she's all happy and then instantly turns it around and like Well and
0: then not only does uh, she instantly she like Sophie Turner does a lot of great stuff in this scene where she goes from uh trying to conceal excitement and hope to letting it go to hiding it again and acting sad and then over the course of that scene truly getting sad again. And it's like it's, it was really, really good. Uh, and, uh, just the way Littlefinger points out that, oh, you think he's just gonna let you go home now? Your brother's still fighting a war. Uh, you're still gonna be his little plaything, you know? Like, uh, you don't just get to just go home. So, I will make it my vow to you. I'll help you escape for the sake of your mother. You remind me so much of her at her age. She was like a sister to me that I wanted to fuck. Uh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, and now I will eventually try to marry you one day, right? Yeah, we'll finger so, the weirdo. Uh, just—is that what he's scheming right now? Is that his? That—that's like—that's what he's going for—is like starting because he, he just got Hall, and he's like, I guess I shall look for children and grandchildren. You know, I shall get some children I and guess grandchildren. The whole thing shall look for some the sons. sons friends, first yeah. thing he does is he goes to Sansa. Like it's. He he's only, like, he does everything for himself, you know, like, he's a scheme. that's all he does. I feel like he's not going to Sansa out of the goodness of his heart. Partially it is, because he, he loves her. It's out of love for him. It's weird love. But, like, I don't know. I feel like it's just, it's not actually to tell her, like, hey, watch out. It's more of, like, let me take you home, let me be your savior, mm, Let and yeah. then you marry me. No, he's me.
0: planting seeds. You know, he's, yeah. he's ten steps ahead at all times. Uh, mm. But, yeah, that was just a just a brilliant fucking scene. What's crazy is I've got like a really focused, like there's one storyline that gets like all my favorites, which is kind of nuts because there is so much great stuff that happens in this episode. I spread, Uh. I
2: spread the love, Uh, but it, it, it's for sure that scene that, that is the scene of the episode and it's obvious. So like I, it's, it's not wrong. My picks are just, not number one, I feel like. I just—I wanted to spread the love this episode because I, th- I feel like it, it fits the same trope of every time we talk about, like, an episode 9 or 10 is we remember the big, big things that happened, but wow, was the whole rest of the episode just fucking stacked. Like, and we were in every location, and everything that happened, it left me wanting more from that location next season, but also, like— Wow, this was such a great season for this character like they they traveled so much they went through so like every single storyline it was sat like complete and it left you wanting more for next season mm-hmm. it's It's just beautifully crafted um but but that scene in particular i feel i guess we'll we'll get there um i maybe we'll we'll save it because i I don't know yeah. it's just th- that scene is the scene that everyone grips onto cuz that's where everyone like theory i mean that's showing a f- a vision in the future dude so yeah. like that's everyone's going to grip onto that but um
0: no yeah 100% but uh, there is still one more thing in king's landing when Roz is visited by Varys here mm. uh not realizing at first who she was until she reaches down to his uh his nether regions and realize there's nothing to grab onto and she's like oh there's only one eunuch
2: in the city you're varys is uh, did she know or did that confirm her knowing that it's Varys and she suspected it at first, or was it really like, Oh, there's nothing. and Now you're ver you know, like now you have to be Varys sort of
0: thing. I think, uh, I, I don't know. I thought, I thought she seemed genuinely shocked. Uh, so it kind of, it kind of struck me as she didn't that's realize true. he was Varys yeah. until, uh, until that's, then.
2: That's fair. Cause he's like, you're afraid. Why are you afraid? Yeah. There's nothing dangerous down there. Is what yeah.
0: Dude, welcome <laughs> um, love true. Varys in this too. And he's like, uh, I love that he's trying to fish her away from from Littlefinger, you know, getting her to afraid, Mm -hmm. getting her to admit that she's afraid of Littlefinger and tells her that, unlike her current employer, he protects those who work for him. Mm. Get a nice little tease that she might be informing on what's going on in Littlefinger's operation.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And Varys had a little line here. This was my other. This is the the weaker line. It's just because I really love Varys and I wanted him to get some love for this episode um but it's i forgot what was said before um but you know uh she figures out that it's him and's like oh my god wow no i i obviously know who you are um and then vera vera says something to catch her off guard and then he's like well i thought you knew who i was you know sort of thing oh it was like um about him knowing secrets or whatever like how would you possibly know that and he's like oh i thought you knew you you
0: knew who i was
1: yeah like like, and it's
2: what like, the fuck you thought it is, man? And and like, okay. I have this tangent on Varys, and I won't make it too long because it is crazy, and I, I don't. There's not much weight to it, but there's a theory that Varys is possibly a Targaryen, um, and that's the reason he is bald and doesn't have hair anywhere is to hide the fact that he has Targaryen hair. Name and, is Varys. Like he has a Targaryen name. He knows all of like. The His dick getting cut off, um, it, like the ritual or whatever, could have been like, usually those rituals need king's blood, um, usually, mm-hmm. and he doesn't talk about it, he's the master of secrets, master of whispers, but what is, it doesn't seem that he has any secrets himself, unless the, the biggest one, that he is a Targaryen and that he would have the rightful claim to the throne, you know, right now sort of thing like he's sort of the um Aemon Targaryen at the wall mm. um keeping like keeping the realm in check from their position you know like doing everything he can to do whatever um sort of thing and and you know it is it is interesting now like every time Varys pops up on screen I'm like wait a minute like and now I think of his intentions and I'm like you know because I guess there's there's a lot more lineage where I guess he would be Danny's would they be sister brother and sister Like, would he be Varys, or, uh... uh, Aerys? Varys and... No, who's the other... Who's Daenerys' actual brother? Uh,
0: Rhaegar? Rhaegar
2: and... Viserys? Viserys. Oh, yes. Viserys and Varys. That's right, okay, yeah. So, like, would they be brother and sister, I guess? I guess the father would have to be the mad... Well, if they're brothers, okay. If so I guess I don't. It would have to be the Mad King. I guess uh, I don't know what the lineage was necessarily, but like, um I could see him being like a cousin or a, yeah, or like something. Uh,
0: hmm.
2: Having like know, sil- so, like silver hair, mm-hmm. like a or well, like, also like, the or like I don't fact
0: know. that you know, like hiding his hair. Once your balls are cut off, you don't exactly produce a ton of hair after that. Um I think that real. Oh, yeah. Testosterone fuels hair growth. So, like, uh that's why he's so cleanly bald is because he he doesn't grow hair.
1: Uh
2: Oh, wow. I didn't even think because, like, the books, they do like a really good job of explaining that he has hair nowhere, like mm-hmm. not just his head. He is zero hair visible everywhere. And it's like. They suspect that he, like, was doing it to hide something. Like, some, there was some Gosh character that right. was like, maybe he is hiding it if he's going to this length of shaving his armpits, shaving his, you know, getting rid of, uh, of everything. Yeah, maybe, guess, maybe that's
0: the case, but that's always been my understanding of, like, not, uh, not necessarily hair on, t- on the top yeah. of the head, but facial hair. Like, he doesn't have eyebrows either. Yeah, uh, no. Like, the man's, I mean, like, facial hair and arm hair and legs, hair, that's hair, hair like,
2: for. genetics and all of that, like, in Game of Thrones, doesn't really make sense, because, like, hair color, like, hair color is a strong indicator of blood in Game of Thrones. And, like, right. in real life, it just, it doesn't matter. Like, no, if, yeah. it, like, yeah. it, it, like I mean, it's, you're really, like, it's, I mean, a little bit, but, like, it's not to the degree that Game of Thrones has it. I guess if you're keeping the line as pure as they do, maybe, technically, but, um, I don't know, I, I just... Varys is such a cool character to me, and uh, the only reason I was going into this is like I was thinking of my overall favorite character of the season, and Varys was kind of like a sleeper pick for me, um, just because of I, I don't think I'm going to go with him. I I, I know I'm not going to go with him, um, but I just looked in a little more on Varys of the season, and this is where people like that was the theory of the end of this season is 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 Varys a Targaryen? You know, a hidden I Targaryen. It. I love that uh, sort of thing. So. No, that's fantastic, but
0: that does conclude the storyline in King's Landing, and it will take us to Dragonstone, where Mm -hmm. uh, after his defeat at the Blackwater, Stannis Baratheon has retreated back to Dragonstone, and again, I almost went with Stephen Ghislaine for his performance as Stannis. Like I was like, holy shit, just like, similar to Sophie Turner, where they only got one scene, but in that scene, wow, they did a
2: lot of work you know Stanis's uh, theme too is so good oh, His, so like, good! the deep slow just what mm. just it builds suspense and it reminds and you, me like,
0: it, it, every time it reminds me of like the emperor's theme in return of the jedi yeah. like every time and uh i mm. think it's almost it's not necessarily like it's it's Stannis' theme but i think it's more the red woman's like it's like like yeah. that who you're that's, that's you're true to key, on, key in on during those scenes that's true. Um, and
2: I almost feel bad for Stannis now. I never, I guess, really paid attention to him as closely as I did. Maybe in, in previous watches, but now I just, like, he's, he's kind of just been manipulated. Character. Yeah, he's just been kind of manipulated by Melisandre. Mm. And, like, I kind of just feel well, bad not just
0: manipulated him. by Melisandre. Melisandre does believe what she's saying.
2: That's true. Um, but she knows it's... It, but she believes what she's saying, but, like, Eventually, she pivots and goes to John, and John is the prince who is promised. Does she know that in her head, is Stannis the prince who's promised right now, or does she know it's John already?
0: There's this thing in her where I think right now she still thinks it's Stannis.
2: Because she doesn't have the whole picture, she said. Like, I think she's not lying no. with that. She's like. No, oh, yeah,
0: she's yeah. not. The thing is, is that at some point, because everything keeps going so wrong for who she aligns with, she begins to try and justify her faith by projecting it onto everybody
2: uh it can't uh, be wrong like,
0: you it- must be the prince who was promised oh my god please for yeah. the love of god will
2: you like, be yeah. the prince who was promised you have to be uh. yeah like um okay that makes sense because i mean that's the thing though she predicts stannis's life to a t here though mm. you will betray everyone you love you will Kill your daughter. You know you will let me burn her at the stake. You will mm-hmm. your wife. I you know I think he kills. I don't know what happens to her. I think she dies too.
0: She kills herself.
2: Um, yeah, oh, makes sense. I get you know. But like yeah, after
0: after they burn the daughter at the stake, she kills herself.
2: Yeah. Um. Like she predicts everything of Stannis's life to a T. But then there's also some stuff that's thrown in there while she's talking about Stannis, where it like doesn't apply to him, and it is like
0: he'll betray his beliefs
2: john or like there's a few like I-, I think it is truly she does not know yet because like she is throwing in like stuff that will happen to john later on well that and does and not, not just stuff hand.
0: that will happen to john stuff that happens to john in this episode betrays his men kills a brother of the night's watch uh betrays his beliefs oh! joins links
2: uh Oh shit, it actually already happened. Wow, yeah. I no, didn't think like, that's the end more, of this episode so it applies to
0: him. Uh by the end of this wow. episode it applies to him because and by the end of next season, by the end of this show he ends up joining the Wildlings. He betrays what what he wants so yeah. close as his beliefs. Um that's true now love, his true love. I don't think he betrays his
2: he kills daenerys His actual family. His family. Yep. Dude. Dude. Is that the only family he's killed? Yeah. Yeah. That's his only actual blood family, I Mm -hmm. guess.
0: That he kills, yeah. That he betrays in any way. It's it's generic. So yeah, all those things applied to all those things apply to John. Uh, he betrays his men, and killing half Halfhand by the end of this episode, his family by killing Daenerys at the end of the show, and his beliefs by going beyond the wall and joining the wildlings.
2: Wow. That's, I don't know, but it, I don't, like, whenever she gets him to look into the fire, and he, he sees something, is that mm-hmm. just, is he in a place where he's low, and he's like, you know he he sees any he sees what he wants to see or is like Melisandre actually doing some shit to show him some. Something no, I require? don't think
0: I don't think that's necessarily it. You know, like the Hound has a moment like this later that's on. What, yeah, um, I was gonna
2: ask about that. I remember there was a Hound moment, but I don't. I felt like it was Red only Priest by itself though. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah Red Priest
0: isn't there when it happened. Yeah, uh, so like I think it's I think it is entirely like I I have the theory also in my own head that the Lord of Light. Is very heavily involved in getting things to happen the way they're quote unquote supposed to happen according to the Lord of Light. I think right now, like, I don't think Melisandre is wrong. I think right now the Lord of Light's like, Stannis is who you need to be fucking with. So go ahead and follow Stannis. I'll show Stannis what he needs to see so that he'll That's keep true. doing the thing he's supposed to do. Like, it's not like these, because yeah. gods, you know, what the fuck, like, they're not just going to be like, one thing is right and one thing only. No, nah, they're manipulative as fuck by nature. Uh, hmm. Like, it's just
2: what I they see. do. Yeah, I know. I, okay. I mean, because that's the thing, is that there's no question that, like, a god or some godly presence exists because there are resurrections, Logan. there are whole swords that are Rituals. lit on fires, yeah. you know, and whole Dothraki swords are lit on fire. Like, there's no doubt about that. Um, it is interesting that, like, um, like, I don't know, the prophecy is sort of... Is it even a prophecy or is it just the gods, you know, doing what gods do? You know, I guess that's kind of what the prophecy is believed to be. It's the gods, you know, or doing, you know, whatever. But, but, um, I don't know. It's, it's crazy hearing the, you know, these words in this season. I, I just know if I watched this show as it came out and like I watched this finale, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to pick apart everything this woman Every just said. I'm going to, you know, but I don't know. I don't know if I, if I'm saying that now because I know what happens and she, Said everything to a T, you know, because I I know everything. But um, I don't know, man. I don't so that, know. So many, such a small scene, but s- sparks so much. Like off, <laughs> and that's that's what I'm saying is that it was complete. You, it showed him after his defeat, and and show you know gave every you know like he, he was pissed at Melisandre, and that's kind of what you wanted. You were like, what the fuck? Like you promised me everything, and I led all my men to die. And you're like, well, okay, Stannis, you're actually you know like you 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 truly ended him being like. <laughs> yeah
0: like, i killed my brother and she's like we killed your brother share that share that with me and he's like he was not your brother like <laughs> no nope. he was it yep. was my brother i did that you know like uh yeah
2: like i don't know i i really am feeling like he was really just in the thought that he was gonna win and he was he was the prince who was i don't know if is it is it is that what they say it is the promise? I feel... Is that what Melisandre says? They haven't it declared like,
0: him that yet. He, uh, right I now. I feel like
2: it's the knight. He's or like
0: the warrior of light right now. Something or like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, I think, yeah. Like, that's as far as they've gone with it so far. I don't think they've settled on the prince who was promised mm-hmm. yet. But, uh, yeah, I think we pretty much covered that with just a good, like, because it is just a discussion.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that it. That
0: they have. That's uh, all that
2: happens. And then they look into the fire, and he's like, oh, my fucking whoa. God, I see it. And, Mm -hmm. and that's it. It's, I mean, that, that leaves you, leaves you guessing. That's for sure.
0: It does. But that Mm -hmm. takes us to the Westerlands where King Rob Stark is speaking to his mother regarding, uh, his love affair with the woman Talisa and Catelyn's like, yo, Walter's a dangerous man to cross. Uh, like that's not a, that's not a good choice. Mm -hmm. It's reckless. And Rob concludes that, uh, you know, his mother is in no position to call anyone reckless at this moment.
2: Whoa, yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard, he, he, like seeing them argue a little bit. You know, like Rob's mm-hmm. just—he's in a tough, tough spot. You know, he's—he said like, "My father's dead, and the only other parent I have is not in a position to be reckless." Like he said it in a way that was like
0: ruthless. The only I don't parent know. I have left- is in no position to call anyone reckless. I love like I think uh Richard Madden's got a really underrated voice, by the way. He's got like mm. that man's that man's kingly. He's like he is mm. he's got a voice on him. Uh but that, that part where uh Catelyn's like, Me and your dad, we didn't marry we didn't love each other when we got married. That grew over years and years for you, for your siblings, for your brother and sister. And it's it's not as exciting as secret passions in the woods, but it's stronger and uh he's like ah, i'm going to
2: marry her tonight bye uh <laughs> yep yep i i don't know There, i love the wedding was actually paralleled with tyrion and um so
0: Sh- much about the love happened yeah. right in a row here where yeah. uh this and uh this tyrion and shay danny and drogo like all those things were kind of happening
2: Oh really? Roughly what did it also anchor. happen that? Because I remember the transition from Shay and Tyrion went directly into Rob and Talisa's wedding. And I think then, the
0: scene after that is Danny and yeah, Danny, and Bishop. then it goes
2: to Carth. I think it goes yeah, yeah back to wow. That's that's really cool very love is
0: the death of duty it's a it's a common it's a common sentiment and uh rob gives in love is the death of duty for him when he decides to marry her tyrion love is the death death of duty when he chooses to he he doesn't give in he chooses to stay instead of leaving and Danny doesn't give in her duty's to find her fucking dragons you know rob's the only one who gives in and he dies in a season
2: you know yeah, you know, like, I think he dies. We I, we already agree that like he dies anyways. Even yeah, if he no matter what the, that man's the dead. Frey daughter, he he still dies. Yeah, like he's dying. The we are going, like, they're or they're Tywin, going yeah,
0: Ivan Drago in that hole. If he yeah.
2: dies, he dies. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's he he's dead anyways. Um, I think he probably just accelerated it a little bit, but it probably yeah. would have happened around the same time anyways.
1: Yeah, like the plan you know. was
2: already in effect, right? Like they didn't even know that he was marrying someone else before that plan went into effect right or like was it actually like, no, uh, oh, well, there, let's do this, this news
0: spreads We're, it, sometime in the next few episodes we are going to see Tywin Lannister writing a letter and that letter is going to Walter Frey to let him know let's do this shit
2: uh, wow is it because is it like hey Walt hey Frey uh, actually Rob's uh, fucking with this girl now not your daughter uh, let's well, kill him this, or is uh, it like let's just kill him for the war you know? Well, there's
0: also the fact that there's this line that Catelyn says where she says something about how if you can't keep your oaths, what makes you think that your, your followers will? Mm. And they all, like every single one of the lords that follows Rob takes issue with the fact that he married Talysa. None of them, none of them like it. And it's actually Roose Bolton who, who turns on him and tells Tywin that he's married to Talysa and then they they formulate that as a... I see.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, Wow, so no, it really was because of him. Like, it it really... No, yeah,
0: it's because because of this decision.
2: Yeah, like, it's... I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. wow. Maybe it, it does... Maybe it actually does go differently.
0: I think it would. I think it would uh you know i try i I tried to hold out hope that it wouldn't but i really think
2: it would because i couldn't he just kept her a secret for a little bit won the war and then you know he didn't wouldn't have had to worry about the lannisters killing him and and, you know fuck he would have been the king of the north at that time he could have done whatever the fuck he wanted fuck anyway Fucking. Um.
0: but (laughs) we then go uh a little a little further east where uh brienne is traveling with jamie when they come upon the bodies mm. of three women, again, almost went with another person for my character, but there's a storyline later. That's just too damn strong that I couldn't do it. Uh mm. Almost went with Brianna Tarth because she's so fucking cool. Uh I oh, love yeah. Gwendolyn Christie uh, being like, well, I'm going to bury them. You hang out here for a little bit. Three Stark men, sh- three Stark men pulls up and she's like, "Uh, you know, I love the way Jamie's like, you know, this was done by Stark man. You proud? you proud to serve the mm. Starks, and she's like i don't serve the stark i serve lady catlin uh and then she kills the fucking stark man and she go- he's like those were stark men and she's like i fucking told you yeah i don't serve the oh, Starks." Yeah.
2: no i i it was i love how every she's just getting made fun of the whole time and then the, the stark you know soldiers come up and they just start laughing at her because she mm. says that she's transported a prisoner and they're like oh, yeah are you kidding Oh, you! You're doing that. You're not allowed to do that. You know, no and, so, way. and, and yeah. then she's like, "Are we done?" She's like, "Okay, okay." Like, I, I've I've gotten this. I hope you so, gave them quick, so, you know, so much before. Yeah, and like two, two of them more. we did. Yeah. Two we yeah. did, and and that's you know, I love. She's so badass, and, and not even trying. Like she, Yo, and
0: the way she kills that last dude, fucking gruesome.
2: Shrink. I mean that. She's. She is not to be fucked with. She is like, like that.
0: Brienne, of course, is the absolute
2: ranking race. the top swords in Westeros. Gotta be it, top five. maybe gotta be top five. Include you know Essos as well. I guess who in Essos would be included? If so, maybe Jack or Jack and Jack and uh, Hagar. Uh, Hagar uh, maybe Jorah Mormont. I guess he's sort of about. He's kind of clean. Uh, he's, he's dirt. Clean. I don't yeah. know. Uh but I I'd say it's more of like we got a dark
0: blood rider, you know? Like that's nothing to it's
2: nothing to scoff at. We got Jamie. The Mountain. Uh Tyrell, who's Loris. Loris. Yeah, Loris.
0: I would also argue that Loris is a good tournament night, but not hand to hand combat night.
2: Okay. Uh, Oh you're right. Out in the open world um Breanne's pretty up there
0: you can't fuck with Breanne man I
2: feel like I feel like she's like top three dude she's definitely top five she like might be top three in the real world oh yeah Barristan Selmy he's still alive I guess yeah Barristan's still out there
0: like off the top of my head like swordsman straight up with a sword you know like Mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about because mm-hmm. uh, you know, Bron's cold with that dagger. Arya's cold with a dagger. Okay, they fucking true. with like a broad sword for real, for real. Okay, uh, I'd okay. go. And Jamie, Jamie's tough to beat, you know. Uh, so I'll go after he loses his hand. Um, I'm going <laughs> bearston, Brienne of Tarth, Jon Snow. Top three.
2: Ding! Oh, Brienne beats Jon Snow. That's uh, a good fight. That's a good fight. Okay, but just like, yeah, top 3 in the room. Those are the three names to fear. Like mm. most fear. If you get in into realm. a
0: broadsword fight with one of those three, you are fucked. There's a it's guaranteed. You are dead.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, Brian I, I I don't know. I was I was trying to actually think of Brienne's power ranking earlier today, and I, I said, I think she might be top 3. I said she's definitely top 5, but she might be top 3. And I'm I, I, them, I do agree with the
0: that. one who might crack the. I mean, like Jamie at this moment. It's. I wish we would have gotten a chance. Like we actually do, but he's like shackled at the wrists. Whenever they do get a chance to fight for a little bit, uh, so it's not exactly fair because she sons him. Then she absolutely beats his ass at that point. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know.
2: Hmm. Uh,
0: but,
2: but man, a good start to their story, though. Like. Yeah. I love where they go. They're... Dude,
0: and it's just like That's the one like they rushed the shit out of the end. This is the one that will never sit right with me. It was too fast. It was too uh, like Nah, they just don't they just don't go that way. Like it's it doesn't happen like that. They should have either left it to be a it will never happen thing. Or they should have let him stay with Brienne and let his sister die.
2: Yeah. Like, Jamie find actually finding love in the most unexpected place. You know, you have him at, at this episode. Jamie's like, um, you know, you wish you could have a guy stronger than you and actually tear off your clothes. And, and then he's like, well, I'm actually that guy. I could do that to you. And she goes, yeah. sorry, not interested. You know, and like it'd be the it's the perfect start to their you know like oh my god like i'm so fucking
0: pissed like that's i i am okay with almost everything they do with that last season almost every single thing i'm like i can absolutely see where that came from it is a little fast but it makes sense Hmm. that's the one where i'm like it's fast and it doesn't make sense and there is a lot there is a part of it that makes sense but not considering the actions they take at the end of the story, do they justify it? Like they, they're completely contradictory and just ruin Jamie Lannister's development.
2: Like Cersei and Jamie should not have died together.
0: No, like, no, they, they
2: should have been Jaime as had far, made, like, Jaime as had far apart.
0: Like Jamie had too much development to die at Cersei's side.
2: Yeah, they I don't when know. When he
0: decides to leave at the end of season seven, that's it. He should not die at her side. Like that's that is, uh, ah, yeah. At least we at off. least we
2: have time to let this breathe, though. You know, at least we, we'll get them. uh We'll get them together. We'll get them in that bath, that hot spring. Okay. You know, later on. Okay. Um, uh, um, so, but yeah.
0: In the meantime, we'll head to Winterfell, where uh, oh. Theon Greyjoy is being besieged by a northern army under the command of Ramsay mm. Scott. and Maester Lewin tells him that his chances of holding the cast the-, the castle with twenty men are not good. Uh and again, Alfie Allen, another great performance out of him. I swear mm. to God, I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. The guy, god damn it, uh, just a whiny little bitch. Uh, perfectly. Uh, thank you for explaining siege tactics to me, bald man. Like, uh, I love when someone's so like flustered that they can't even come up with like good insults. Mm-hmm. It happens a couple times throughout this show, and him calling Maester Lewin a bald man. Is just funny.
2: Yeah, Mr. Lumen's having fun. He's having fun back the, there. Uh,
0: the premiere one that I think of is uh in the Battle of Winterfell with the Hound. uh I can't remember exactly what he says, but he—I think he calls someone a whore in just the like completely wrong context. Like, there's no like he's just so overwhelmed. There's fire everywhere. Dead men are crawling up from out of the ground. He's like, we're. we're we're all bunch to dead whores or something like that. And it's just so like uh it's so out of place, but it's because you're so flustered you can't come up with the right thing to say. And uh <laughs> this is one of those times for me uh huh. with Theon. Uh but Lewin's like, Hey man, you can head to the night's watch. Like this could be and he's considering it. You know, yeah. he's like oh, yeah, he he's like, Oh shit, I can live. But then John would just fucking kill me. No, I can't do that. Uh I think he'd rather go to the north after what happens. Uh if I had to say so myself. It's either lose your ability to marry or lose your dick. And I think that he I think he knows which one he'd go with. Um yeah. if you know if he knew those were the options.
2: Uh yeah. Yeah. Hey, he gives uh at least he gives a somewhat good speech. You know, he kinda hey, that's gets tyrianed. He kinda this gets is- tyrianed here a little bit, but in this case it's just like if Tyrion actually was tortured for the rest of his life and embarrassed and, you know. So, like, that's the difference is the same thing happened to him. Well, no, actually Tyrion went out in battle and won and actually did good things and battled. <laughs> J- you know, uh yeah, actually, never mind. Uh He just gave a good speech and then got knocked out and then instantly given to... Did, did they just give him to the Boltons? Yes. Like straight yeah, up, they, they just over. W- went out there and like, here you go. And then they said that we can go home now. Like, right? Like they just went home free. Cause like Rob yeah, said man. that anyone else, you know, other than yeah, everyone Theon else can go killed. home
0: free and they just keep Theon. Like, uh, and that's what happens. They just give him to Ramsey. Uh, but there's this part in The in Alfie Allen's performance that I absolutely loved in a, a huge character moment for Theon where he mm-hmm. goes, yes, my captors were so very kind of me. Oh. You love reminding me of that. Everyone in this frozen pile of shit has always loved reminding me of that. You know what it's like to be told how lucky you are to be someone's prisoner, to be told how much you owe them, and then to go back home to your real father, and then the horn horn blows and he goes, I will kill that man, I swear to the drowned god, the old gods, the new gods, to every fucking god in every fucking heaven, I will kill that man. And it's, he
2: was ugh. so like the way, like his body too. Like he just saw his back and him like just pointing out of the window. Like I don't know, he was just so mad and so frustrated. Like all you could do is kind of like laugh, but like I actually go bad for him at the same time. You know, it's um,
0: I love I love the speech he gives to the Ironborn yeah. here in a second. It's really don't good. It. Like it's uh, good. And it just
2: doesn't apply to him though. Is the thing no, like yeah. everything he's saying? It's not true whatsoever. If, even if they go out there and die, none of these things are going to come true. Yeah, but yeah. the speech is bad at. like dude. We
0: die today, brothers. We die mm. bleeding from a hundred wounds with arrows in our necks and spears in our guts. But our war cries will echo through eternity. They will sing about the Battle of Winterfell until the Iron Islands have slipped beneath the waves. Every man, woman, and child will know who we are and how long we stood. Agar and Gelmar, Wex and Erzin, Stig and Blackmorin. Ironborn warriors will cry out our names as they leap onto shores of Seagard and Faircastle. I... Mothers, will... <laughs> Mothers will name their sons for us. Girls will think of us with their lovers inside them. Mm. And whoever kills wow. that fucking hornblower will stand in bronze above the shores of Pike. Mm. What is dead may never die, and then he gets knocked the fuck out. What
2: is dead true. may never die. Do- and, and then what- this
0: is the uh, this yeah, is the, dude. Yeah, this is. I told you there was an an unnecessary death that came with this. This is the this dumbest shit ever. Ruin. Pisses like, me off.
2: Did he die in the book some other way? And then they're like, "We know. have to kill him off here." Because, I haven't finished
0: book two yet.
2: Because what the? F- He's like, "What's going on here?" And then just I'll kill the old man, like. Pisses me the fuck off. I guess they're Ironborn, and like it's just what they do, and like it they is. ransack the it, and they, you know, that's, they were gonna, they were gonna I burn. It. Lewin's because, such a good guy. I know. I it just, but it does give a really good scene at the gods' window, oh, yeah. and um, that's our next and, one. And it is why he is actually my favorite character of the episode. Ooh, um, I love that. I, I went through a lot, and it's probably you know as character development goes no but as favorites of the episode like the way he goes out at like you're not gonna get
1: you're not gonna get another
2: chance exactly and and uh i don't know so i guess let's oh man we're here we get we get (laughs) one hodor here though and it's a really sad kind of like hodor like i'm picking you up you know i'll take you you know away it's a really sad just a singular hodor in this scene Mm. but uh Every scene at the Godswood—it's always good. It's always beautiful. The oh, shots so are good. always oh, so it's gorgeous
0: out there. But uh, yeah, Bran, Rick, and Osha and Hodor emerge from their hiding place in Winterfell's crypts and find the castle burning. And they discover the dying Lewin in the Godswood, and he insists that the boys must go north to the Wall. And uh, Osha c- contests this. You know, that's the wrong way. And he's like, "We don't have any enemies that way. You know, we have enemies to the south. It's dangerous to go any other way. John will be able to keep you safe." And tell your mother that you're alive. And um, Lewin affirms his pride at having served them and given birth to, helped give birth to Uh, Bran and Rickon. And man, it was emotional. I was like tearing up over this.
2: Yeah, he said, I uh, pulled both of you into this world and I got to see both of your faces every day since. And I, you know, I I got to be pretty lu- like I'm pretty damn lucky because of that. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, damn, dude. And because they brand comes up and he's like, they burn it all down. E- everything's gone. He's like, not everything. Not you. You know, And like mm-hmm. he t- he tells them like exactly what they needed to hear. Um, he knows he's going out and they're like, you know, I don't want to leave you. And he's like, you know, not any more than I want to leave you. You know, he, like everything he's saying is just like. Man, you know you're Perfect. dying, and it's like, oh, you're such a like, what a good guy. And he's like, all right, now go he's with. Such a good guy, go. man. He's like, go with Hodor, you know, and and Osha, man. Can we like Osha? I love like, Osha. man, she is just so much cooler on this watch than I've ever Like, she does. She's always she been so cool. Fucking cool, and she's another a good concept chick, man. Another eat, live. She fucks, eat, drink, fucking and live, and live. She
0: does it all. When does she die? Uh it's a couple seasons from now. It won't be to like season six.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she gets to oh yeah, the hold the door. She goes all the way. Like up to up up to like uh, north of the
0: They split at some point and she goes with Rick on uh while Bran and Hodor go with oh, uh Mira and
2: uh That's Rope, right. The like, other warding yeah, guy the other kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, and then uh, Osha and Rickon get captured by Ramsey's people and then so on and so forth. Uh
2: Okay, okay. But man But yeah, I Osha
0: gives him a nice quick clean death.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, get you milk at the poppy, just tell me where to find he's like I don't want any of that shit. No, I'm, I'm Maester him. Lewin. I'm Maester Lewin, you know. Well, just make it sucks. quick.
0: Is the only person who could have saved him was himself. Yep. There's nobody else there who can treat what happened to him because he would be the one who treats this sort he of knows.
2: thing. He knows. He's, he knows. He's like, there's, there's nothing that can be done. And he's like, I know mm. I'm dead. Winterfell's gone. You know, to him, you know, everyone who's there has yeah. gone and leaving and the castle's kind of burned down. Walls are still there, but it's not his home anymore. And he's like, oh, yeah. you know what?
1: <sighs> this is, God
2: this is where he goes. But yeah, Maester uh, Loan, man, a real one,
0: like a real one. I'm glad he got. I'm glad he got a character nod. So glad. Uh, but we continue in the Riverlands, where traveling away from Harrenhal, Arya, Gendry, and Hot Pie cross paths with Jock and Agar one more time,
1: mm-hmm. who
0: has apparently been waiting for them. Uh, and uh, Arya approaches him and is like i need you to teach me how the fuck you did all that uh because uh-huh. that was nuts uh she asked where she can learn his skills of killing and find a way to kill those on her list and he's like yeah go to bravos come way
2: across the narrow sea to bravos arya immediately says my dancing masters from bravos and he's, to be a dancing like master miles- is a special thing jack and hagar says
1: yeah. To Nothing be a dancing master a is a man. special
2: thing. Like what? Like, come on, dude. They come. Yeah. Like, oh, dude. They, they. No, it's him. It's him, or it's Quaithe, and that's the other. The, it, it's both. You know, it's both of them working in tandem together. It's a face. It. He was a faceless man. You know, it might not be Jack and Hagar necessarily, or you know that one. So when he takes his face off, is that the real?
0: There is no real.
2: But, but Arya, she, you know, when she takes her face, she just goes back to Arya, you know, but is this, is this, like, the actual, like, faceless god that we're, like, dealing with? Or, like, because they just put on a face, you know? It's just a real person that is eventually no one, right? Or is it, like, actually some is Jack in like some entity? Like
0: I think he's just a dude who's a part of the faceless man.
2: Uh Yeah, and this is the dude this would be his real dude. For I don't him, think right? there's any
0: way to know that. Uh because we've also seen people like remove face after face. You know, like we've watched them
2: Ah. Uh, oh, okay. That's right. Okay, so it's not just one mask that you put on and then... Like, oh yeah, there's no so real telling can what this guy balls. actually so that, looks like. That's not his base... Yeah, there's no way to know that that's his base layer, yeah. I guess, yeah. if you think of it that way. Like an onion just peeling back all the layers. Because completely. he
0: trains Arya the entire time in his jockin' face. You know? That's, like, uh, there seems yeah. to be an implication that he actually doesn't take off a face, he put on a face when he looked away. You know, it's not it's not that he took it off to reveal another face. It's that he put one on oh. and, and, looked, and looked differently. Uh,
2: I never thought, OK, I didn't think of it that way. I thought he was taking off the Jack face. But that, Ooh he just put on that because guy. Because
0: he tells her, you know, Jockin's dead.
2: Yeah. And yeah.
0: then not only that, he bids her goodbye and says goodbye, Arya Stark. He yeah, had no idea never did he did she tell him that he's Ari, that she's Arya Stark. That never that was never revealed to him.
2: Oh, then it's then there's
0: the fucking dancing master, man. Okay. He was the first sword of Bravos. Guarantee. And it was that was the detail that locked it in for me. I was like Stark. Oh.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Wow. He, he had never told him he that she was Arya Stark.
2: Farewell, Arya Stark. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's the one that confirms it for me. Uh and yep, gives her the coin, Valar Morghulis, some and you'll be you'll be taken to the house of black and white over in Bravos. So uh good luck, deuces. Uh love. Yeah, love a man's that got duties line.
2: too. A yep. man's got duties too. See you later. We'll meet again. I'll teach you the ways to kill the Night King eventually. Catch you on the flip Aria. <laughs> Ah, oh, man, Jack and so he almost got the season character nod just cause he's just that cool. It's a great um,
0: introduction to his character. Yeah. yeah right? And
2: like, I think if, if it was favorites of just like, just guys who I, he's kind of like, um, Danny Phantom almost where I just have like this man crush on him just for how cool and badass he is. Like I, I right. want to be Jack and Hagar in Game of Thrones. If I could insert myself in Game of Thrones, I want to be Jack and Hagar. Um, so I yeah, just, I don't know. He's just. He's just so cool, um, but won't get it. Um, but he is just that cool. Um, yeah, man, I wouldn't I blame
0: you one bit if he did get it. You know, hmm.
2: is it that out there?
0: Is is it actually that? You know, I guess well, I think there's. I think I'm of the mind there is undoubtedly a character of the season. Mm. Uh,
2: that is fair. Yeah, yeah. I true. mean, I just didn't want to. In my head, too much, you know. I like, I because I know who my favorite. Like, I already knew going into it. I just I needed to see if anyone right. else challenged him. Uh, no,
0: yeah, I would say I, I would accept Jockin. Jockin's a fair one, but uh, Tyrion dominated this season. There's there's zero doubt about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, but next up, we are in Carth, where Daenerys yes. arrives at the House of the Undying. Mm. And uh goes goes in a circle, not not like a normal circle. It's like a freaky circle, you know. uh
2: This is like the same thing. Yeah, it's wow. a quote Gorg
0: wow. from Thor. Yeah. Oh, it's that's not, awesome! Not
2: like a normal circle, it's like a freaky circle. Uh, it, it it was a freaky circle. Um,
0: and then this is where we actually got the the Jorah Mormont.
2: Yeah.
0: I uh, fucking love him yelling Khaleesi. For some reason, it is so funny to me when he yells it. It was
2: funny. Yeah, it, you're right. It was funny. Khaleesi. Was just, <laughs> like it's it's, 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 because, it's because like the way he looks at like the the Dothraki like guy for a set. You and know, the Dothraki and
0: then, dude's like uh, what? and then he
2: like kind of charges up. You know, he like Khaleesi. Yeah, he, like I don't. <laughs> he looks Dude, up, it's yeah,
0: outstanding. Just, it's outstanding.
2: Did you, by chance watch the director's cut at the end of this episode? I did not. There's a little bit that they had with Amelia Clark whenever she first enters that, the like temple, whatever you want to call it, and she picks up the torch. Um, where she like screams at him. She's like, Are you afraid of a little girl? You're not even going to show your face, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Why didn't you include that? It was like, That was so good. They just had it in like the beginning of the director's cut, and then like it wasn't in the actual episode. I'm like, That's in the episode. It was? It was like, It was in the episode I watched. Because in oh maybe on blu-ray it's like do they have like an extended i don't know because like on on max she picks she picks up the torch and just walks and it cuts
0: oh yeah no on the blu-ray at least she she picks up the torch and goes you know are you scared of a little girl Uh, you you don't want to like that that line delivery made me go amelia clark gets my performance
2: wow yeah because that's what i was saying i'm like oh my god this would have been so much like she already did so great in the vision i think just with like call drogo right, right. you yeah. know like it, uh, alone but then i'm like man i got this and i'm like man she did this too because yeah, man, i don't know maybe i was on the blu-ray at least
1: it. uh maybe
2: i missed it in the episode but i don't think
0: no I swear, yeah if, I if, think if I she did. just picked up the torch and walked in then i think you then i think it's not a part of that uh not a part of the streaming version which is weird uh but yeah, she uh she finds herself in an empty circular room with many doors and she chooses one and opens it. And there we see her in a throne room that is seemingly snowy. But we uh if we know anything about the the shot framing here also
1: perfectly
0: oh. perfectly mirrors at the the uh, whenever she's approaching the throne in season 8 episode 6, uh she reaches out to touch it and doesn't quite do it. It's the
2: exact same uh and it the the thing that gets her like i think i don't know if are they trying to like she's reaching for it she's so close so close but then the thing that gets her to to leave were her dragons you know are they trying to say that like her her dragons are her downfall you know like she she will get so close you know to her goal like i think that's what they're that's the imagery you know is like hmm. her touching the iron throne if she gets there you know, that that's her winning, her success, right? You know, what she wants. But the thing that gets her to draw away at the last second was her dragons, you know, and leave for them. And I guess, like, you know, if you want to think, I guess, in a big scope of it, like, her dragons gave her the power to wipe out entire cities. Mm. And, you know, maybe maybe if she didn't have that power and could sit on her decisions a little longer and not just immediately be able to kill an entire city if she wanted to, maybe, you know, things would have gone a little differently, and she, you know, but, but like,
1: I,
0: I don't know. I think I, I think it also goes back to that love is the death of duty thing, mm. uh, because what pulls her away is she goes to see Drogo as she walks out of the walls, as she walks out of the wall. Uh, and okay. that's another thing, the imagery there, that's who's true. beyond the wall right now john fucking snow
2: you know like uh
0: i think they're i think they're pointing okay. her in a direction as to what her future is okay. and like uh, yeah, i see and Cause uh, i guess
2: i guess the reason i thought it was her dragon's pointer is just like you hear them screech in the background but i guess i didn't think of what she literally walks like where she actually goes right when she leaves the throne and it is yeah, suppose,
0: yeah like the dragons pull her away but i don't think that was necessarily saying anything in that moment I think it's more like what the vision leads her to is what they're talking about
2: the wall like the wall being at the throne room you know like leads you like leads you to believe that the night king got all the way down to king's landing you <clears> know like they're that close you know in winter it's snowing there you know i guess maybe it's more of like fire the fire will go out and john the snow the the, the ice you know will live on you know the start you know brand is the one who sits at there at the end and they're all cold and North, well, there's know, also I don't the fact know.
0: that literally when we Does see it actually it, snow it, in there it's snowing and it's also
2: ash it's not actually just... like actual snow oh that's yeah winter, right. winter that's right it actually the the... but the night, night king's dead the South. but the night king's dead at that point right
0: yeah it's still winter though
2: like so yeah but but i guess like the whole imagery of winter arriving someplace is the night king getting there you know yeah. not just winter i think you know necessarily. like winter is the night king's force i mm. feel you know like how his reach is well no because they do have just winters where the night where yeah it's the long night the long yeah, winter well, yeah, that yeah, i guess that's the that's night yeah that's what king i'm is saying is that in force. the finale it is just seasonally is
1: covered,
0: winter yeah this the the city is covered in ash and snow, yeah. you know, like drogon okay. is like covered in yeah. snow. When John approaches That's the throne right. room oh,
2: that is yeah. right, yeah, it is definitely snowing, yeah, yeah, um but well, yeah, so- in the throne's universe, like because I guess the reason it is snowing in King's Landing is because the Night King actually did come a little south of the Wall and, like, actually bring Winter with him, right, a little bit? Or was it just, like, Winter would have came got anyways? we confirmation
0: just a couple episodes back when they were talking about provisions for when Winter came. Like, they were talking about crops in King's Landing and, like, how are they gonna feed That's everybody? Right. And, like, True. so it's at least gonna get freaking cold, you know? Uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but, uh,
2: yeah, okay, I guess Anything. I found in the in the episode I'm right here when she enters the temple. I'm i I'm hearing Khaleesi! <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I just heard Khaleesi, which is great. But I swear, yeah, she grabs the torch. And you hear Jorah in the background, Khaleesi, she looks around. Oh, never mind. I guess I just completely yeah. missed it. Uh, wow. I don't what? I don't I don't know where my head was at, but I swore in the director's cut, I'm like, man, I didn't see that.
1: No, oh, yeah, it happens. It happens. Glad everywhere. I,
2: glad I caught it in the director's cut then.
0: Yeah, right. Um, she Let's, got uh, my
2: performance not anyways. Um, yeah. Well, without it,
0: so. Of this next scene, um, whenever she yeah. arrived into she a had... to find Drogo, oh. uh, and what would have been her infant son, Rego, with very dark hair, taking after her, taking after his father, I should say. Uh, they talk about whose dream they are in. Is it mine? Is it yours? You know, is this real? What's going on? He goes, I, like I a, should
2: kill the man that tries to wake me if ah, this dude. is my dream. Well, and
0: there's this really interesting thing where this isn't a... This is Pyat Pri,
1: mm-hmm. the warlock,
0: trying to get her to stay. This is what Daenerys w- wishes Caldrogo Drogo was, but never really was, you know? Uh, Drogo was a good, like, uh, by the end of their relationship, by the time he died, they'd come around very much so. But he wasn't poetic. He wasn't like, you know. Yeah, you're
2: right. Yeah. You what, know, uh, what was Pyot Priest's true goal here?
0: So, what he says is that the dragons, that his magic came back when the dragons were born again. Mm hmm. His magic is strongest with the dragons in their presence. And the dragons are strongest with their mother in their presence. So if he can get her to be comfortable staying in the vision, not breaking uh, the world, uh, like if that's, that's, he's trying to entice her to okay. stay in that tent with Drogo and her kid and just live the rest so of the So it's
2: days. of her own, it's because she lets him go that she can actually wake up, snap out of it. and yeah. Oh my god, that makes it so it's, much it's, better. It's,
0: it's a, a fantastic scene. Like, it is so fucking
2: good. Wow. I didn't really... Re- I thought it was just... I guess, in my mind, I thought, like... Obviously, the Pyat Prix is making her see this sort of thing. But I didn't know that he had, like, control over it. I guess I really didn't have that idea. I thought that this was just kind of, like, a vision that Daenerys is seeing. Because, you know, but he has no control. It's just, like... This is what Daenerys is going to see. Yeah, and I don't know that I don't and, know that it's well, necessarily I like
0: Pyot can like puppet Drogo or anything. I think it's just like he can. I. That's why I think it's important that this is kind of an mm. idealized version of Drogo. It's it's what it's Daenerys's they, ideal life. Like, wait it's, a minute,
2: how the fuck do they know that the Iron Throne is? How the fuck is that a thing?
0: Right. How is that? How
2: does Pyot pre know that? That's why, like, Daenerys, like, this is the dreamer aspect of Targaryens to me. This is their magical whatever.
0: Okay, now, like I'm saying, if this is feeding on her deepest wants and desires, from right now, she wants to tear down King's Landing, you know?
2: Oh, no, dude, that's what I was going to say, is that from this season, I, like, everyone's always up the mind, like, I can't believe Daenerys went down that line, she went so crazy out of nowhere, right now, she, like, right now she's that fiery, she's that kill, <laughs> she just locks the king of Karth in a cage, like, Locked him in there to starve to death for good. She, she burnt the fucking Piperi to death. Like, and she was, and then she ransacked all of Carthol, took all their gold and everything to buy shit. Like, she's already, like, just being. She's kind like of that. that. You and know? and uh, already like that. Yeah. And this is season two. This, like, so it's again, already. It's, it goes like, back
0: to that dialogue that, uh, monologue that Tyrion gives later. You know, she does all these things to terrible people, and who can blame her? Because, like, of course she'd do that to terrible people. But at some point when she snaps, it's going to, it's got to be like, well, yeah, we cheered her on every other time she did it. So like, what are you going to do? Uh, yep. But um, yeah, you know, uh my, my favorite line came from this scene. Uh This scene was also my favorite scene. There's just, there's just no doubt about it. I love, uh, these are questions for men with small arms. That's not my line, <laughs> but I love that. Uh. My favorite line is actually maybe I told the great stallion to go fuck himself and came back to wait for you.
2: That was pretty uh, badass. Yeah, I, I guess I I did I did have three lines. My other one was Dracaris. Ah, just right yeah. here. I mean, it's she's in chains. You know, she doesn't have to do it. You know, her, all of her power is her dragons. Like that. Mm. That's what this scene is showing perfectly. Like she doesn't need to do a thing. She just needs to say one word. And like, as long as she has her dragons, she has her power. And and like them to get like, and Piot Priest saying like, and they are strongest with you though. Mm. Also, like that is they the dragons don't know what to do on their own, right? You know they they're, they are just kind of they're just dragons and they'll eat and they'll be strong. They'll survive, but they don't have the vision, you know that that Daenerys has, or they don't have this the spark, the fight, you know the. You know, the figurative fire that Daenerys has. Right. Um, so, like, that, it does make sense that they are stronger together. Um, ah,
0: dude, and I love whenever she, she gives the line Dracarys and then burns his ass alive. Uh, that's it.
2: Oh, and, it, and it, like, just the little spit on his arm. He's like, oh, shit. Like, fuck, yeah, fuck, fuck, like, fuck I then, love the way she's, like,
0: chained at the wrists and she's, like, almost, like, gaining power from it.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, the way that
0: she, like, looks up and is
2: like, Yeah. This is, this is how, this is what I'm supposed to be. I think it would have been sick. Like, again, and it's, I, I don't want to seem like just to burn her clothes or whatever, but like, just whenever they show that she can't be burned, it's so, like, powerful. it's just so powerful, like, even more powerful. If it, if like, some of the wildfire, like, would have splashed on her back or something like that and gotten on her, and then she's just still, like, unfazed. Right. You know? Like, completely just like, like, unfazed by dragon. Like, I don't know. That, Would just be badass.
0: I think what I also love is that this is another finale that is. It doesn't conclude with this scene, Mm. Mm -hmm. but the big thing in the The finale of season one is her dragons are born. The one of the biggest things in the finale of season two is that her dragons can now burn people alive. You know, like that's that's huge game changer.
2: The game has changed. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. game has has changed. They are not just cats in a cage any longer. They are. (laughs) Killing drag. machines, yeah, not necessarily killing machines yet, but very. They capable. can be. They have that potential. Very capable. Um, but I don't know. I, you know, at what do they? Right after burning, um, Pyatpri, does she go straight to Zaro's, like Zaro's room? Like that's yes. where she goes that's, straight. to? That is to? the next thing. Uh... <laughs> and they swipe. They just swoop. Take the necklace yep. like right off. Him, take like, the necklace
0: right what? off him. They got Duran in the bed, which is really disappointing. You know, Duran. Oh my her out of god, food.
2: I forgot about that. Yeah, what a betrayal yeah. there. Yeah, like, man, what the fuck? Well, and explains why said, she wasn't
0: dead in the room with like yeah and stuff.
2: Yeah, and her reasoning uh, was like he said that you wouldn't make you it would out never of the city alive. alive. Yeah, like oh that like, helps. Yeah, like oh thank you. Yeah, <laughs> so he told you that I was even more dead
0: you know, or whatever. They're Like, cool. I'll join you. That sounds cool. It sounds like a plan. Uh, doesn't help your case a lot, Dorea. Uh, but, uh, she takes his key and uses it to open his Valyrian stone vault. And she is surprised to find it empty. And then they just calmly usher Dorea and Zaro into the, into the fucking door. And the way Dorea is screaming, this is like, this is one of those things that makes you go, okay. Daenerys is like a little, and, like, okay, it's it's hard to not respond like, well, oh, maybe I should...
2: Maybe Zoro, I understand. Yeah. I don't know, that's the thing, is that she was so loyal to her and then betrayed her like that. You yeah. Know? So it is kind of like, you know what? You did this to yourself sort of thing. I don't know, but maybe well, like... that just
0: shows what her approach to that sort of thing is. It doesn't matter how, how much loyalty you showed or uh, how good you might have been to her or anything. Like, you you do once, you, you cross me, you're fucking dead. Yeah. It's a guarantee.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ooh.
2: Yeah, you know what? No. Shay's getting the line. I thought I was gonna go with Dracaris. Um You're going with I, the drink fucking live. I, I like it too much. I think it, it it's I like the ch- it, it creates a perfect checklist mm. uh, you know, for just a for see an if, ideal life. For yeah, I I I dig it. And it it can't Shay Shay got a line you know look at that I don't know I would look not have, would not have expected that oh, look at that um, and, and hey. you know I guess she's good now you know it, that's the thing it's like I I'll at least like their love story now a little bit while I can right. um, while you still can so and man you know I was my scene I was kind of going back and forth between Tyrion waking up and everything that happened to Tyrion um, from like Maester uh, Pycelle. Pice- yeah, Maester Pycelle yeah. to uh to Shay. Uh because there a lot did kind of happen there. surprise Pycelle, Varys, and Shay. Mm. Um or I was actually thinking of going with Stannis and Melisandre. Um their scene at Dragonstone. Um right. I really think I don't know, like for like the obvious scene to go with is Daenerys and her vision and like yeah. oh like, oh my god, like I was at the edge of my seat, and I'm like, I'm looking for every detail. Yeah, like, even I was on the looking. for anything else. Then, like, I was
0: looking for exactly. Like, like yeah. maybe Rob and Talisa's wedding. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe these things, but it's just not. It's it, it is yeah. just Danny's vision. No,
2: it's tough. Uh, it's tough. It's tough to go with with. Like I don't know. I guess the scene. You know, we already have Danny's vision. You know, you you, you got it over there. I think like Stannis doesn't get enough love and Melisandre and mm-hmm. that theme. Like I don't know. Like. His performance, both of their performances, were actually really good. Like, well, Stan also, knocked it out of the park. Um, I don't know if
0: you want to take this approach to it. uh For my, like, scene of the season, I didn't go with the scene that I put on any of my favorites for the episode. Oh. Uh, I went with a completely different scene that also happened.
2: I was going to ask you how you're thinking about Is that just kind of overall, like, just your favorite singular scene? You know, I think because
0: it's like, kind of what encapsulates, not like. Because I'm not necessarily going with like what my favorite scene of the season was, what made me feel the best. It's just kind of like when I look back on season two, my first time watching it, what made me go, "Oh, fuck, yes, I, we are here. We're really doing it. Let's get, mm. it. uh, and we're okay. almost there." It happens later on in this episode. It actually ends oh, this episode. Okay. Uh, huh?
2: Yeah, because I I haven't chosen like any of my overall favorites yet, but I think like. Character, it makes sense to like, just what I mean. Character, I think it's it's pretty easy. Yeah, what
0: character stood out?
2: Um, like Tyrion, just like for me, it's obviously Tyrion. That was the only one where I'm like, oh, for sure. But performance is is kind of. Am I thinking of it as like just their entire arc on you know of the season, how they did performance wise, you know, or is it just like if if they had like a singular standout that was so good. Do they get the overall, you know? Yeah. Early. I
0: say that's up to you, man. Uh, I went, I went with more just the, uh, like who as a performer throughout this season elevated above everyone else. Like who did okay. I just end up going back to like, wow, they did so fucking good. And for me, that one was obvious. Um, but we will, uh, we will get there, uh, after, mm. after they lock them up, they go ahead and seize all the assets of Karth. Uh, Jorah announces to the Dothraki, "Seize all the golden jewels. Let's get out of here." Yeah. And, that's what they yeah, wanted love to that. offer.
2: Yeah, they they were so confused. Like, why can't I take this? Wait, what? I can't. How just... you can? Yeah, and they're like, ah, oh, thank God, finally. You know, they'll get a small ship, I guess, for this. Uh, that's, for that's a small what you... ship. Yeah, that's that's what they get. Where do they go? Walmart. Where does Danny go next? Um...
0: Uh, uh, it's marine, maybe. Uh. Still, still Essos, though. We don't go anywhere too far. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: um, but
0: yeah. Getting. Because I think next she's heading to places to see where she can buy ships. Uh, mm. she doesn't buy the ship and then see. And then see where she can go. It's kind of the other way around. But we do then head beyond the wall to finish off the episode where Jon Snow and Corrin are marched towards the camp of the king beyond the wall, mm-hmm. Mance Raider. And, uh,. Corn realizes at this point, this is it. This is going to have to be the place that this happens. And you were right. Re- I didn't remember that there is never an express discussion yeah. about this.
2: John is uh, so taken by surprise by all of it. and He's like trying mm-hmm. not to kill him the whole time. I think John, like, that's the thing, is that they're impressed that John killed him. I think mm-hmm. John could have killed him at any moment, really. Like, John wasn't trying to kill him until, like, the very end when he's like... Okay, you you just called my mother a whore. Now I'm now you done did it, you know, sort of thing. No, like, yeah,
0: that's the other thing that I didn't realize. John kills this man.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Not
0: a not a not, not, not where a knowing like,
2: Yeah, no, no. It not was, a make it
0: look real sort of thing.
2: He, he gets legitimately mad just and murders pissed, this yeah, guy. He pissed him off to the point where he knew John would actually kill him. It wasn't like Well, and we've
0: seen this potential in him already too, because he almost he tries to do this to Alistair Thorne when he calls, he calls him out for being a bastard and talks shit on that's, his mom. And yeah, like,
2: that's true. Like, yeah. Would have
0: killed Alistair Thorne in that moment. As we now know. Uh, no, yeah. John just kills this guy like straight up. But, uh, I love, again, just John and Egret, like can't fucking wait to see more that happens there. And I love the way they like cut them free and like toss him a sword and they're like, yeah, get out. Yeah.
2: Let's yeah, see what were, happens here. They were like, oh, that's the man that, cause they were, um, who did Who did he kill? Um, I don't know because whenever after John kills him, they're like, "Oh, that's the man that killed Corn um, Yeah, Corn and, and they're like, "Oh, well, all right, you're actually kind of badass, yeah, John." Free, like, and they're like, "Let's do this
0: shit, man. I trust you."
2: Yeah, like that's um, kind of that's that's kind of sick.
0: Um, yeah, but again, that that apply that thing that Melisandre said applying to him killing his men, betraying his beliefs. Yeah, like that's and i mean like in his family brothers of the night's watch that's like what they're
2: there you go yeah yeah true. like Dang, man. Here.
0: Uh, man man i can't believe i've never put that together before until this watch like that's a pretty that's cool, like that's, that feels blatant she's now that speaking, i think about yeah, it yeah she's
2: speaking to stand yeah. like stannis and i thought that like some of the stuff was applying to John like long term, John it does and it does, or like, but it and it does the but very
0: end of this of like of this story, literally yeah, yeah like, that's that's crazy that's know, really but, cool, uh, yeah, man, I love that, but uh by killing Corin, he's gained their uh, gained their trust and they cut him free, and Egret's like, yeah, check this shit out, look at that, look at this giant fucking not too army bad we had.
2: for us, huh, yeah, not yeah. what we were expecting, probably time to meet um, the
0: king beyond the wall. Mm. Let's go, John. Uh,
2: this, is, this is John's like, I don't know, this is where he comes from. This is his like true blood. This is like his yeah. true home. These, you are, know?
0: these are his people. Uh, you know. Yeah.
2: And I love uh, that he can't get you know, he's a Targaryen, but like he gets burned. You know, he he likes the cold. He,
0: he is he, he is
2: of ice. Yeah. yeah he's, oh, I, um
0: Well again, like this is another really cool little I don't know if this is intentional, but like it feels like it now. Rego showing up earlier in this episode, being dark of hair, not taking after the Targaryen and, and his family and like uh like it's I feel like there's a lot of stuff here that's like really foreshadowing the shit out of John and like uh I really, really like
1: that.
2: What if that's not Rego? Oh, what if that is John? <laughs> what if that's Aegon on the eighth?
1: Yeah.
0: Or seventh yeah. or sixth <laughs> or whatever the fuck.
2: Cause John's Aegon the... Sixth or seventh? Sixth? I think he's the sixth. Whatever. Uh, cause I don't know, did, was Daenerys, she, was, was it? Cause they fucked, but it was never like confirmed that she had a baby in her, or like was it? Did she have a baby? Yeah, never confirmed, no. But they fucked. They fucked. Oh yeah. There could have been. There could have been something there. Cause that's the thing, did John just stab Daenerys? Or did all, did he also stab a kid that he probably wouldn't have wanted, actually, probably, now that he, you know, knows who Daenerys is? I don't, yeah, it's kind of, I don't...
0: We shall never know, yeah. uh, unless, of course, Daenerys is revived wherever Drogon is taking her.
2: Uh, That's, I mean, not, as, not that far out there. Like, John huh? fucking was res, John yeah, was just yeah. resurrected because he's that important. Yeah. Daenerys is, yeah, I don't know, I, I don't...
0: I think there's something there, but, uh... After this, we conclude the episode with what is my favorite scene of the season and what gets me the most hype for oh. just the future of the show is that the Fist of the First Men, Sam, Grenn and Ed are foraging for fuel in the way of, uh, scat shit. Uh, they're looking, anywhere you have to burn shit is, is, it's bad. And, uh, they hear one, one call. They're like, oh, cool. They're returning. It's Corin and John. Yay second blast it's the fucking wildlings they all get ready dude and i remember the first time i heard that third blast being like just chills and like oh, and oh
2: like shit. we were told what that meant we yes. did not know what that yes. means and it's so it's never happened they're like oh it's never happened before and then Dolores ed just going
0: run and then uh, sam being left behind caught in a blizzard and then uh, hiding behind a rock as he watches dozens of whites walk past, being led by a white walker riding an undead horse as Sam cowers in fear.
2: So this guy sees Sam, looks at him, screams, moves on, doesn't kill him, just leaves him there. I guess they are the, the... in my mind, the, like, the Night King and White Walkers, like, I feel like there's a lot more that we don't see. I feel like they have, like, a whole civilization sort of thing, and they're, like, mm. misunderstood, so, you know, sort of thing. And, like, we don't know their whole story, I don't know. Um, but, like, they have some consciousness to them. They, they're they not just killing zombies, you know, they're not just zombies just going out there to kill, you know. Like, I, I don't think that they're just mindless killing machines. Um... And, like, in my head, the only reason to leave Sam alive is, one, they know that this dude is not a threat whatsoever. Like, obviously, like, okay. And if we wanted to kill him, we can. And he's just one more to our already massive army. So, like, it's really not anything. It's if they somehow know that he is, like, a maester or, like, gonna become one, you know, somehow. So they know that that he will spread the word. Of the Night King and of their forces, and like because I guess I don't know. Like, would they want people to know about them? Do they want the fear known, or would they rather be an un an unknown force and come in and just wreck everyone? You know, well, I think
0: Let they've them. set a precedent for wanting the survivors and, to know. Yeah, like, like uh, yeah, all
2: the symbols and stuff. That's why they do it. It's just fear. Yeah. It, you know, and they like, also
0: that like a white Walker cut off a dude's head and tossed it at the feet of another guy and was like, that's true. Go ahead. Yeah. Tell them what happened here. You know, like, uh, right.
2: Yeah. So is this, is this, this their way of being like, go back and, and tell them that you just saw me ride up on a dead horse, you know, in in a, in a massive herd of undead walk. Yeah. You know,
0: I think it's just a way to be like, uh, we're, we're that not afraid of you. We want you to know we're coming.
2: And we'll win anyway. And they don't come back until... When does Jon fight him at the wall, like, beyond the wall? And, like, he's, he's... right. Five. God damn. That's such a long time to wait. We do
0: see some stuff with them in the meantime. Uh, mm. uh, Because I believe the Night King shows up in Season 4 for the first time.
2: Yeah, there's something going on with the Night King that, like... I. Man, I just want these books. God, I, you know, like, if it's written into his will, you know, I, I want I mean, it to be. The Night King
0: is they show original character. He's not in the I book. Yes,
2: that's, tr- that's true. But it, a lot of the, there's a lot of similarities between, like, the, uh, the lineage, like, I guess the, the part of the story that I'm most intrigued by is like the ancestor, the, where does the line from John and Bran go back to? You know, all the way back to. Is it the night, you know, the book version, you know, the king's knight or what, what's he called in the book?
0: I can't it's, even remember.
2: It's, um, I, but like, the the theory is that it that's the the blood of the first men the start like the Starks have the blood of the first men and the Night King it's like the whole story of the Night King is the whole story of like a Ag- like I don't know it's it's the story that keeps looping over and over and over um, and stuff I don't know it's just that's the more I guess line that I'm interested in and not just like his powers or stuff like that it's more of like right. how it all connects I guess and like if this prophecy and all this stuff is true, or like if they do have this hidden civilization thing to them, you know, um, right? Because what's more north? You know, if we don't ever go north, north. I feel like there's even more north. You know, there's a there's a place that we have never seen. Like I feel like the camp that we just saw for the wildlings, there's a there's a uh, whites, there's a white walker alt equivalent to that somewhere else. Right um but i don't know you're that man that's a good like to get hype for next season though i mean they don't really do they really focus on it at all next season though the white walkers i feel like they kind of just forget about it like i don't know is it really like that leaning of a threat like when you come into season three like because they it's the end of the season and they're like hey they're coming you know yeah like, it's just uh, they
0: just keep threading them in here, like hmm. yep that might that might come around again. you got <laughs> like this is a background threat the
2: whole fucking time.
0: <laughs> uh, it's
2: just the Thanos, I guess they're laying the yeah. seeds yeah they're they're planting the seeds, uh, the man, oh, okay, I think i I was during that whole time, I was thinking of kind of my favorite scene overall, and I was trying to see if anything beat the Battle of Blackwater. Like I, and that's the thing, I can't really just how do I say the Battle of Blackwater? You know, there's so many things that happened during that. If I had to limit it, I'll just say the explosion. Mm. The actual explosion and seeing everyone's reactions to the explosion. Um But I don't know, that's if I look at season two, you know, I'm pulling out something that's the first thing I'm thinking of is the battle of Blackwater. It. I dig it.
0: Um, yeah, my mine's this mine's this one, the three horns blowing. I remember being up. like, Oh yeah, so, this okay. is this is on uh, for my line, I'm actually going with you-know-nothing Jon Snow.
2: Just because mm-hmm. it's a oh, classic. Okay. Okay. Undisputed. Yeah, yeah. Um, ooh, line. Oh, you know what? I'll go with Dracarys there. Um, nice. For I the the that. overall line. Because that, that, I mean, come on. The it's first
0: like, real Dracarys, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. The, the And it felt, it felt good, too. Pri him dying. Oh, man, I wanted him to die so bad, so... Yeah, that's it that's a good like, death, uh, too.
0: And it looks like we're on the same page for character of the season here and Tyrion Lannister.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I can't give it to anyone else. Like, I... I... On this re... The whole rewatch, Tyrion is the overall for season one and two for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he's... Tyrion is just... And this season especially, he came into his own. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is, like... I don't know, he's so much more of an interesting character than he already was. Um... So, yeah, I had to go with Tyrion, but performance is where, I, th- I I mean, there is, like, I guess if you want to just say who yours is real quick.
0: Yeah, I, I went think. where the yeah. numbers showed me. Uh, for four yeah. out of the ten episodes in season two, I went with Lena Headey as Cersei Lannister, uh, and I, I can't ignore that, you know? Uh, I think I, I think I have to go with that as a result of it. Uh
2: she she had she had so much range this season. Dude, like, she did she fucking dude,
0: incredible. So no,
2: yeah, I I was there's no there's no way. I think it just has to be. Like the only other contender for like the overall season I'd say it would be like Amelia Clark, um, maybe Sophie Turner. Um But no, no one comes to Lena Hetty's I guess caliber this season. Um yeah, I don't know. I I can't give it to anyone else. Um yet wow, two Lannisters. Um for so 50% Lannister, third wow, I got like 75% Lannister. I got the Blackwater. My scene performance and character are all Lannisters, but I got Danny for the line. Um <laughs> You got a wildling for your line. and a wild, You got 50% in the north, 50% in King's Landing. That's pretty sick.
0: Um, pretty strong. Pretty
2: strong there. Um, dang, you really got the song of ice and fire there.
1: Mm.
2: But, you know. I don't know. Wow. I didn't think... I, I thought uh, choosing my favorites for the overall season would be a lot harder than that. Um, but Tyrion is kind of obvious. Lena he's kind of obvious. Um your feels obvious now that i didn't go with it for my line this episode and then blackwater i mean that i just kind of knew going in blackwater was probably going to win but i right it felt it felt too obvious i don't know that one felt too obvious a little bit like i i wanted to give it to something else but there's a reason that that's episode 9 for this season right um so i don't know i feel comfortable with mine now um overall we got 5 hodors this season total. That's one more not
0: bad, not than bad. last
2: season, but we did get his penis last season. So if you count the four Hodor's plus the penis, I guess that's five Hodor things, um, but <laughs> five actual Hodor's this season. Um, and Arya's kill list, I guess, no names are crossed off. Um, Payne's Payne's still alive. Everyone on the list is still alive, um, I, I believe. Um, and Jack and I guess Jack and is like, hey, you could you could do your list and more. I'll teach you right, the right. ways. Like, yeah, I'll t- I'll teach you the ways. So, um, but no no one crossed off. But um, we got a lot of regression of of Arya for the co list tracker or whatever. But um, I guess are are we ready to rate the finale and then the season?
0: Yeah, let's rate the finale. Um, uh, oh, here, let me give away some stats here. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We're about, the, about our favorite characters and favorite performances through the first two seasons. At the top of the list for favorite characters in total between us two, I, I left Tavares out of this, uh, out of this because he's only joined us for six mm. episodes in total. Uh, and 46 options is just not as sexy as 40 options. So, uh, out of 40 selections total, 20 for the, each of us over the course of two seasons, Tyrion has gotten eight. He's gotten one fifth of the favorite character nominations so far. Uh, they, between the two of us.
2: Yeah, I feel like a lot of them come from me. Yeah. Yes, because I have only
0: yeah. put him for my favorite. I think three times.
2: Uh, one, two, three, four. Counting the overall or no? No, not counting the overall. Just okay. episode. I guess. Episode. I have four. Yeah, I have three split. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not that bad. Um, wait, I only oh, have four. You only have four. I think for Tyrion, I think. One,
1: two,
0: three, four, five. You have five. The pilot, you picked him in the first episode.
2: Oh, season one. Okay, there it is. I didn't see him all the way up there. I didn't scroll. I didn't think he, for some reason, I didn't think he was the pilot. Okay.
0: Yeah, so uh, Tyrion's got eight out of 40. Uh, Coming up in second there is Ned and Danny tied for five. Ned Stark and Daenerys Targaryen are tied for five selections there. Jon Snow's gotten three. Rob Stark's gotten three. The Hound has gotten three. Hey, yeah, okay, Hound, yeah. he deserves so it. Though t- tied for third, there, the Hound. Uh, yeah, and with all the two two selections are Cersei Lannister, Egret, and Arya Stark. They've all gotten uh-huh. two, and then all yeah. the ones are Yorin, Yara, Jorah, Littlefinger, Jockin, Varys, and Lewin. So we got a bunch of fun ones there hey, in the one that's kind episode. Of a
2: good tier list, like automatic, like it kind of made a tier list of like yeah, the, all, all its own Characters like already, um, wow, that huh.
0: that yeah, just that, made that, sense
2: yeah. as you were listing them off. Yeah. So um. top
0: top one is Tyrion. He's got eight yeah. out of the forty. Uh, and then performance-wise, oh. topping it off with one fifth once again, Amelia Clark as Daenerys Targaryen. Hmm. Uh, she's Got an 8 yeah. out of the 40. Uh, and then, flipping it on its head, Peter Dinklage and Sean Bean got 5 each. So, where okay. the characters were the case, it was 8, 5, and 5 for Tyrion, Daenerys, Ned. Now it's Daenerys, wow. Tyrion, Ned for the 8, 5, and 5. And there's a 5th, there's another 5 with Lena Headey as Cersei. And I've gotten her 4 of those. So, <laughs> clearly, clearly, heavily in nice. my favor there uh michelle Fairley.
2: i think uh, on the other ones though like i was spreading the love on some right, where she like right, obviously exactly. got it so she she her number is actually deflated
0: Pro- yeah um, right right so uh yeah selena so hetty got five there's only one one actress who's gotten three and it was michelle Fairley mm. as catlin mm-hmm. stark so that's the top five there in amelia clark peter dinklage sean bean lena hetty and michelle Fairley as catlin stark Uh, Our twos are Kit Harrington as Jon Snow, uh, Jason Momoa as Khal Drogo, and Mark Addy as Robert Baratheon.
1: Mm.
0: And then the rest are all ones. Uh, Nikolaj Colster-Waldau as Jamie Lannister, Aiden Gillen as Littlefinger, Mm -hmm. Alfie Allen as Theon Greyjoy, Isaac Hempstead-Wright as Bran Stark, Sophie Turner as Sansa Stark, Gwendolyn Christie as as uh Brienne of Tarth Richard Madden as Ron uh Ron Stark Rob Stark and Una Chaplin as Talisa so uh
2: it's so crazy just listing off those names and being yeah they're all in the same show in the same season this is all, right. all those names like and I guess I guess I'm trying to think if this is the show that made these names like that's why I'm thinking of them as these big actors like were they big before the show I guess Amelia you
0: know, Clark. This is Amelia Clark's breakout role. Yeah. Um, Kit
2: Harrington.
0: definitely Peter his.
2: Dinklage, Lena Headey. Did she do anything before Game of Thrones?
0: Not that made her an A-lister. You know, it, Lena Hetty's a name now. Uh, yeah. What's wow. crazy is the actor I was most familiar with with their work before this is Peter Dinklage.
2: And Sean Bean. Oh, Sean Bean. Okay, Sean Bean's definitely.
0: Yeah, he did Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he was, he's,
2: I guess he's big. He, he was, he's maybe the legit, the name to legitimize the, the series sort of thing. So, okay. But what did Tyrion do before? He was an elf. That's all I knew him from. Oh, X-Men Days of Future Past? When did, uh, I was after this though. When was, what was he in? Oh, that's, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, An elf, he's
0: Miles Finch. He's the one who can write the book. Call me elf one more time.
2: Okay. Wow. He's an Ice Age? Oh the video game. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, let's t- rate, Peter let's rate this episode 10. and then
0: rate the season. Uh, mm-hmm. for me this episode it's it's gonna do pretty fucking well. I don't know about uh Yeah I don't know about tens across the board or anything, but it's a goodie.
2: I think genre pretty comfortably. Um I could slice a ten in there. Uh, I think quick, so too though. Um that one's pretty undeniable. But I think um enjoyment here I'm not actually at a ten, I don't think. Um
1: not I, quite.
2: I do I do have some, but it's it's like nine two five would be like the floor, I feel yeah. like here. Um yeah. and may like maybe nine two five or nine five is more of where I'm at. I don't I don't I, I don't
0: yeah, I'd go I'd go nine five. Like I'm okay. I'm there. This is a damn good episode. Yeah. Uh and I love watching it. Um mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Critically, this is a damn good episode. I don't know if it's uh, I don't know if I can tell you it's topped. It's 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 one of the best of the season. I think it's better than the last episode, critically. I think it's better looking. I think it's overall probably better written as far as the setup it's doing for the mm-hmm. next season. I can't tell you it's uh, I couldn't tell you it's honestly any better or worse than Blackwater. Like I think I would almost certainly have to tie it there at 925.
2: I think that That's kind of honestly where I was, because I was, like, thinking of last episode, and, you know, we're only at King's Landing last episode, and, you know, they didn't have to do a whole lot of jumping with storylines and stuff like that, um, but this one, they, they did have to jump around, and so, you know, you do have that, that aspect of it, but I think, individually, like, you look at just Stannis and Melisandre, like, their scene, that's, like, critically, that, like the shot of Stannis's like, eyes looking into the fire, and, like, you see oh, the reflection, yeah. like, and, and, like, um, I think the episode even opens, like, on a super, super close to someone's eye. I think it's Tyrion. Yeah, it's Tyrion's eye and, like, him waking up. And, like, you see it, like, you see him actually wake up and, like, gain vision. I don't know, it's crazy, like, some of the shots they had this episode. So I think, like, they... Focused more on like the the beauty and like setting up specific shots of this episode more, mm. but it it didn't feel I guess as cohesive as last episode, right? Um, but I think it all like averages out to about the same. Is yeah, where, that's where I'm, right. I, I'm, I'm on
0: the same exact page. Um, I'm right there. I'm right there with you.
2: So okay, if we do that, um, that gives it a nine five eight uh, ninety six, uh, which ties it with um, episode seven, A Man Without Honor. And did that have a tie with anything else? Probably yeah, a not yet. Crown, a golden crown. Okay, so a three-way tie there. Um. So I guess what does that place it? Number one is still. Is it still Baylor? Uh, yeah. Nine, eight three still is top Baylor. in the bar. Yeah. Um, nine. What was the next highest? Nine, nine, seven, nine five. Seven, five, Blackwater. Okay. So Baylor, then Blackwater, and then
0: Then nine six sevens.
2: Prince of Winterfell, the Old Gods and the New, and any season one?
0: That's it. That's no? It.
2: And then the three-way tie, maybe, between. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, tied for f- fourth. Fourth? Fourth. A, f- a three-way tie for fourth. <laughs> <laughs> So our top yeah, our top five is gonna inc- like our like our fifty two year journey through film, like our top yeah, right. ten included like twenty or thirty something movies. I feel like yeah. that's gonna that's gonna happen by the It's gonna the end be of the same show. thing here. Yeah, the uh, the th- top five episodes of Game of Thrones are <laughs> thirty-three episodes in total.
0: Um but, uh, judging by yeah. our ratings, uh the the ranking of the season two episodes would go. Uh mm-hmm. nine, seven, five going to Blackwater, tied for second would be 967 for uh, the Old Gods and the New and the Prince of Winterfell.
1: Mm.
0: And third, we would have a tie at 958 between A Man Without Honor and Valar Margulis. After that, it would go down to a 933, 3, the pilot of the season. Mm-hmm. The first episode, the premiere, not the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, After that, it'd go to nine two five. In episode three, what is dead may never die. After that, it goes down to eight, six, seven. Episode five, the ghost of Hall After that, an eight, five, eight. in the episode two, the nightlands and our series low so far tied for our series low so far. Episode four, garden of bones at a seven point six, seven. Good season. Good season. And that's uh, that'll be important coming into the, the overall rating here. Uh, enjoyment wise, gotta say I enjoyed this more than season one. It's a better season. Uh,
2: (laughs) well, we enjoyed season one at a nine, seven, five. Um, We, we
0: enjoyed it at a nine. Oh, sorry.
2: That's genre. I always think enjoyment's in the middle. We had it in the middle for the 52. I I don't know why I switched the order and that I really should line it up. Well, you, Um, you, you put it in the order we do it. uh, Ah, that's why.
0: yeah, we used to do it. Just jump you're around right. in the. You're right. In the, that yeah. is
2: okay. Okay. It um, makes more sense like this. You're right. Um, uh, okay. But, uh, so okay, okay, you're right. So it wasn't nine. So we do have room, which I do like, because I'm like, I don't think it's a ten enjoyment necessarily, but I do like it more than season one. I do agree I think with a that.
0: Nine two five. No. Even. I think a nine two five is a safe place to go uh, yeah. in this one uh, because yeah. I, I, again, there's room to grow. I know I like seasons more than this. I'm uh, there.
2: And the actual average average, the real average of our enjoyment was a nine one five so cool. I, yeah, I think that that works pretty well actually there so okay, genre, who
0: I think you gotta go nine seven five once again, we're not quite
2: there, yeah, I don't think we're quite there out of ten yet, but man, we got so close this season,
0: like, yeah, we had some damn good episodes it's uh.
2: It's a lot—a whole back now, half of
0: the season once again.
2: Yeah, like this episode had so much fantasy and so much war. Right. Like, like there, there was a lot, but now, like, they can really just hit. Like, the world has been built completely. Now you mm-hmm. know every character and all the little things about them, kind of, and the relationships they have. Now it's like now let the fantasy run wild and and all of the war and everything. Right. Um. So um. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think 975 works there. Uh the real average was a 9.55. 5.
1: Um, okay, a little but I do time think there. it
2: does deserve the bump. I do think it does deserve the bump though. I think so, so. too. So, I'm um, okay critically now. hmm. Better than I, season 1. I feel that way on the whole, I think. There I think was it was a Oh, uh, of episode 4. That was a I don't know, why do we give it a 7? What happened? There was, was
0: just a lot of unnecessary uh violence and like it was it was over the top in its portrayal of torture. Uh which was mm-hmm. why like we could have gone without it and it would have been just fine. But they insisted on showing it to oh,
2: us. Oh you're right. That's that okay. Yeah. That, okay, I remember now. Um better than season one. I think so. Oh, okay. Visually definitely. Like they, they yeah. know what they're doing now. I guess storytelling? Maybe that's where season one might have it, like the just the story of just Ned and yeah. Like, yeah. like holy fuck. like it we might lose- just
0: be, it might just be a nine like might be on the same footing like it it's it might just be a tie there as far as that's yeah. concerned
2: i don't think it it was you can i can't say that it was better made than season one um, right, and yeah, okay, I like that if we do give it a nine that averages out the average for season or i guess the total average for season 2 is a 9.33 um mm. which is above season 1 which is a 9.25 All right. Um, so I do think that that actually that works out pretty well. That sounds right to me. Yeah. Critically the a- the real average was an 8.83 so very close mm. to 9. Um, there you go. And then our average of the averages was a 9.18 so basically pretty spot on. actually. Pretty close. Um and thus yeah.
0: And Season 2 of Winter is blooming. It's almost time for Season wow. 3, baby. You got any votes for
2: what House Sigil should be the uh, a background Ooh. on Season 3? Okay, well, House Stark is very dwindled at the end of this. And, like, if we have it be Stark— Okay, we already had Stark. Now we had Baratheon. I mean, the Lannisters win at the end. Of- you know, they they have the victory. It's it's a—I it's, don't want to call it that, but the Red Wedding is a huge Double. massive— for the House Lannister. Um, let's see.
0: Do we go with, like, the Flayed Man of the House Bolton?
1: Ooh,
0: okay. Big Ramsey season. Big Ramsey season. Big Roose is a Ram- big part.
2: Yeah. Okay. 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 I didn't think about them, because I'm like, Atlantis- House Lannister will definitely come back up. Like, they...
0: Yeah, that's like, my thing. It's like I think like season 6 Lannister feels right. That's when Cersei basically ascends the throne. Like, there's a lot of good in season 6 for yeah. Lannister. Season yeah. 4, I kind of want to go the Martells down in Dorne. You know, we get Ooh. we get Pedro Pascal that whole season. Uh um, Yeah.
2: The Mountain and the Viper. The, okay, I like that. Season 5. Um the High Sparrow. Let's see. Dance of Dragons, Mother's Mercy, Hard Home. What happens here? What happens in Season 5? High Sparrow? Oh, that's like... Oh. Maybe we... Oh, okay. maybe we
0: do the seven-pointed star. The, the That could
2: be pretty good. The yeah. High Sparrow, actually. yeah. Okay. So Season 6, Lannister. Seven would be... Targaryen. See, seven and eight, I kind of go Targaryen. Tar- all yeah. Of, just just yeah, all of it has that. to be Targaryen yeah. there. And then maybe, like... Maybe Season... Seven. Season is like, like the... a whole amalgamation of all of it, like just a little bit of everything. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So yeah, I think I think Bolton. That's a good. That's a good sigil for for next season, though. Um, big. It, definitely a big Ramsey season. Let's see. Are we missing. We have Stark. We have Baratheon. Lannister. We Targaryen, will get Lannister. Four. We will get Targaryen. The uh, you can Mar- get uh, Tyrells. The, the, the rose of the Tyrells. Marga- uh, is a big Marjorie season at all? When does Marjorie start popping off? Okay, maybe Pop- that could be
0: season six because that's when Marjorie is married to Tommen and really,
2: yeah. Okay.
0: Um... Seven, maybe seven could be Lannister at that point because that's when Cersei is actually queen. And
2: eight is Targaryen because it's John and yeah. Daenerys. Yeah. yeah at that point yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay yeah. yeah now we're on um. it but with that we will conclude season two of winter is blooming and we'll be back next week for season three baby we're kicking mm-hmm. it off there's not a gap like there was between the actual seasons we're just back next week for season three premiere Bilardo Hyris, the response to velar so uh that's that's perfect uh yeah, yeah. Uh, if you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including all sorts of movie book reviews, uh, comic book pull lists. There was a new Star Wars book that came out last week. Uh, it's the Jedi Fallen Order spinoff book, which I'm, uh, I'm deep into and will be reviewing over there. I've got uh, my first viewings project is going on over there. My only in theaters project going on over there. I reviewed Creed 3 and gave my full Rocky ranking. Uh, last week. Uh, I'm going to review Cocaine Bear here before long. Tons of content over there for you. Just tons of it. So go ahead and check that out for 3 bucks a month. You can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Uh If you would, head to Twitter, follow at PennybloomPod, follow on Instagram at PennybloomPodcast. If you were fucking with me and Joe, we're covering the Mandalorian and the Bad Batch right now on Wednesdays. It's going very well right now. Ex- just extremely excited about what those shows are doing right now. So we're covering that on Wednesdays on our Star Wars Umbrella show, Rebellion's Bloom, with Kyler Barnett. Very, very exciting stuff. Uh, last Friday for our comic book journey through film, we did Batman Mask of the Fantasy with uh, with the Yubcast, which was a very good episode. and strongly recommend you go check that out if you haven't. But this Friday brings us Batman Forever, where we are joined by a longtime a friend I've had for shit Close to two decades, fifteen years now. Michael Muhlberger joining us for that Batman Forever, uh, and I'm so excited for y'all to for y'all to hear that. Uh, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember,
1: peace, love, and bloom, and Valar Magulus.